welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure. With their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers, they have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Welcome to the show and happy hump day. Hump hey, day. Do you, do you want me to give you the opportunity to get your joke off or maybe just explain it? I mean, I, the joke's already off, bub. Like, I freaking nailed it. I just, I don't know what there's not to understand. You hit people with, uh, on a Wednesday, like, hey, did you see that camel running through downtown, wherever city you're in? Like, did you see it run by? And they're like, what? I'm like, nah, I'm just kidding. Happy hump day. And like, ah, you silly goose. Used to do it all the time. It's hilarious. You text my, I text my friends that work downtown. I'd be like, yo, did you see that camel that got loose running around downtown? They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look at your office building. I think it's right down the street from you. And they're like, okay, I'm looking. I don't see it. And I was like, dude, I'm totally messing with you. Happy hump day. Hope you have a good morning. And they're like, ah, dude, knock it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, Austin, you big, you big jokester. <laughs> None for your comedy. <laughs> you put it in the chat this morning. I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Yeah. And then you're like, nah, just kidding. Happy hump day. I'm like, I used to get my uh, coworkers with all the time in Kansas City, too. Like, oh, my God. Oh. you see that? Look at that right there. That cam on the parking lot. And they would be like, what? I'm like, nah, just kidding. Happy hump day. They're like, oh, my God. And it's like, I'm sorry, crab asses. I'm just trying to have a good day, lighten the mood a little bit, because you guys are freaking <laughs> drowning the energy in here. That's like your current coworkers too. Nah, you guys just you guys build energy by roasting me. Mm-hmm. I've been awake for a long time today. I feel like I have a lot more energy today than usual. you. You definitely Which, do this morning. I didn't want to comment on it. I could be scary for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually, if I'm alive and well, it's not good for you. I did have some creepy dreams last night. I'll tell you about those Dude. later. It was scary. You know, honestly, let's talk about it. I need to check and see if it was a dream. I don't know if it was. I might have been awake for it. Ooh. But uh, last night I had my daughters, and I'm laying there in bed. This wasn't a dream. This was, like, probably what led to my creepy dream. Those little assholes, though. Seven and nine. <laughs> they, I'm laying in bed. I put them to bed. I'm laying there. I'm, like, watching the Grizzlies game. I'm tweeting, watching some TikToks or whatever. I hurt my back last night playing volleyball. So I'm laying on my stomach on my bed watching the basketball game and also on my phone. So my back, I can't see anything else going on. This, this isn't the dream. This is, this this is real life happening. Okay. I can't see anything else going on in my room. It's just like it's TV and phone and that's it. I'm oblivious to everything else. I'm laying on my stomach. I already feel like a jackass for doing that. I don't know why. <laughs> but like my, you know, my head's up off the bed and I'm scrolling through my phone like a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> and usually I have very good hearing. You have your feet up too and you're like Prob- crossed at the ankles. No, actually I know that I did smiling at your phone like, <laughs> right. oh, yeah, what's like, he going to say oh, back? Oh, this is so cute. Like watching <laughs> Love is Blind or whatever. Uh, but I'm just laying there watching it. Usually have very good hearing. Mm-hmm. But my TV was up and I was listening to the game and watching it as well. And then I feel this hand grab my foot and say, Dad. And I immediately said, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it was my youngest daughter. And she's like, 
you're not supposed to say that word. And I was like, you're not supposed to be out of bed. What do you want from me? I don't even remember what she asked. It scared the dog shit out of me last night. I haven't been that scared in a long time. Dropped well, an F-bomb. Good. That, in front is, of that is payback. You deserve that, actually. <laughs> right? But I, I did have a dream last night. But again, I, I, I think this might have really happened. Uh, I put my hand, I like rolled over in bed and I put my hand under my pillow and I felt something under my pillow and I'm like, what the hell is this? And so I grab it and it's like fabric. I pull it out and I turn my phone on to look and see like, what is this? Is it like, is it a shirt? Is it a pillowcase? What is it? Uh huh. It's my daughter's baby blanket. My youngest daughter, Maddie, the one with the imaginary friend. Yeah. It was her baby blanket from when she was a, a baby that she used to sit in the floor and, like, play with and wrap her babies with and everything. And as soon as I found out what it was, I fucking threw it across the room. I'm like, why is this out? She's seven now. She doesn't play with babies anymore. But, like, stuff like that, I've Does held on to. Does she still sleep with a baby blanket? Nope. Or, what, like, a blanket from when she was little? It's stored in a box in my attic. So ah, if this is dream. not a dream, if, a this, dream. if that really happened to me, I'm moving out. I was going to say, you have to move out. And Jonas is definitely back. Like, yo, remember me? You're trying to mess <laughs> yeah. with this guy. I'm not even there. I'm here. Boy. I worked my way back home, homie. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Where's Mad Dog? I came with him to the office and thought, oh, my God, that's my friend's dad. I'm going to go pay her a visit. Yeah, it's creepy. I think I, I, I creeped myself out on that one. It got me. But we also hey, have that's not bad karma for trying to scare me, man. That's what yeah. you get. I don't care though. She, uh, you know, we were. It was probably a dream because we were talking about scary stuff last night. They watched this show called Creeped Out on Netflix. It's like scary stories for kids. And she was like, "I, they my mom said I can't kids? watch that anymore." Yeah, it's it's really good. I like the stories as well. She's like, "My mom said I can't watch that anymore because it gives me nightmares." And I was like, "That's part of the fun, is waking up in the middle of the night being scared." That's fun. People do that for fun. I like it. I like to. I like that feeling of being scared. I like. I don't. I don't understand how people do. And even my my oldest daughter is like, you know, none of that stuff's real. Like monsters aren't real. None of that makes any sense. You don't believe in it. And I wanted to be like, yeah, they are real, <laughs> but I didn't want to scare the shit out of them. Because <laughs> I toe that line between great dad and terrible dad. Well, I mean, you dropping the F-bomb after getting scared, that puts it into questioning. Nah, you're a good dad. You went and played volleyball last night on an injured back, and you're just – that's what you're willing uh -huh. to do for the team there. Oh, just feeling it today, though. It was, it was rough last night. Um, but we do have more NFL draft stuff to get to this week. More rumors mm -hmm. as well going on. Um, let's get to a couple of those to start the show. And then we're going to get into more betting also. Um, there's so many bets that you can make, and I did a, a bet MGM show this morning and talking about some of those, and you have to be careful betting on the NFL draft. I'll tell you that. Yeah. One of the things I said this morning is, you know, even the experts miss all the time, and it takes one situation. Like, if you put in a bet last week, you're feeling pretty confident about Aiden Hutchinson going number one overall. Yep. Well, this morning... The Jaguars signed Cam Robinson to an extension. So, again, going back to yesterday morning, Monday morning, it kind of felt like Iki Aquanu was working his name back up to he might be the number one overall pick. 
Yeah. Now the Jaguars have signed Cam Robinson. They signed him to a franchise tag, but now they've extended him for three years, $54 million. I, I think all signs point to the fact that they're going to take an edge rusher. Yeah. And I think it's going to be Trayvon Walker now. I, I, <laughs> I don't think it is. So I be careful with those draft bets. And I don't know if you can live bet the draft. I've, I've never tried to do that before. But, I mean, that's the only way that you can do it. Because even if you feel, like, confident about, like, pick number five is going to be Charles Cross. Unless they trade it, now you're screwed. <laughs> so it is tough. But uh, some of the rumors coming down to uh, Derek Stingley, a lot of teams interested in him. We talked about how the the Texans were interested. It sounded like I even posed the question, are they interested at three or are they interested at 13? Sounds, Sounds like, like three now. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see what happens with that one. I also heard that the Giants and the Seahawks really like Stingley as well, if he's there. So a lot of buzz for another top 10 corner being taken. Uh, you know, even on Monday, I thought, no, there's no chance that two corners go top 10. It's kind of feeling that way. I mean, we could very easily see Stingley go three, Gardner go four. Or, you know, the Giants at five and seven. Could attack the corner position. So too. would the Giants go two defensive players then in the top ten? That wouldn't surprise me if they go because pass rush been, corner. Because we've been kind of talking about them getting one of the the tackles right there at seven. You know, if you get Thibodeau at five, the Jets do take Sauce Gardner. Like we're believing with all these other mock drafts and you know talking to some folks, pretty much get the idea that yeah, the Jets want Sauce Gardner right there at four. That seems to be the word on the street. And then the Giants all are in love with Thibodeau at five. And then it's like, okay, Carolina's going to take another tackle, and then the Giants get the next one after that, whether it's Charles Cross or Evan Neal. Because yep. if you're Jacksonville right now and you just you extended Cam Robinson like we discussed, you're clearly going to edge. If it is Trayvon Walker, Detroit's – you might as well just write a thank you letter to Jacksonville Jaguars for messing that up so you get Aiden Hutchinson and you get a foundation piece for the next 10 years. Houston, Stingley, or is this just like, eh, actually, we're going to take a tackle? It's crazy. Like sometimes you have to break down. Like, why would a team lie about who they're interested in? Yeah, and it's usually to make another position fall or to trade up for. Uh, this could be even you know the, to work towards the Jets. Maybe if like, oh, we love this corner. Come up and like, if you want to get a corner, you've got to deal with us or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough to read these sometimes, and even with the the Texans, like stuff leaking about how much they love Stingley. There might be some fact to it because why do they need to lie? Nobody else is drafting yeah. Stingley at one or two. And it's like you remember last year with some of the stuff. It's like, oh, the Jaguars are just putting this out. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would they lie about it? Or this year? They have no reason. <laughs> if they like that player, they sit there and they take him. Is this just the general manager trying to be like, hey, I'm not going back to my 49ers days where everybody knew exactly what I was going to do. I'm going to lie to him. It's like, you're the number one pick. This is the time you're allowed to tell the truth. You're right. This is okay. Wednesday, Jaguars. (laughs) It's okay. You can let us know. Um, Teams have been doing this for a really long time in advance. But it is, it's crazy. I love it. It's it's actually making me more excited about the draft than not knowing. Of it, and even if you're Houston and you're trying to trick someone into coming up to three or whatnot, because it does seem like they are very interested in trading away thirteen. So if you do trade back from three, are you trying to trade or trade? Excuse me, with the Giants, maybe where you still get a top ten pick, but you're also trading away thirteen, and you get another pick at the back end around one. Who knows? Like I know we don't have any idea on that, but 
if you're Houston and you're saying we're interested in Stingley, if you're the Jets, you're like, that is perfectly fine with us. Exactly. We still get Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, some of them, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Maybe there's some bigger, you know, chess, not checkers type thing going on. I don't know. But I don't know why the Texans would lie or leak that they love Derek Stingley. Yeah, and even if you're Seattle at nine, if you want one of those corners, you still got Kyle Hamilton back there. Mm-hmm. And I know you already have a safety, but it's, you know what I mean, in a what, Quadre Diggs, right? But Yeah, Diggs and Adams, if yeah. you're counting him as a safety. Yeah, never mind, then you're not going to go there. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think they'll go safety, but there's still some other options for them. You know, for Seattle, they've been a really big trade candidate, rumored mm-hmm. this week that they could be moving down. And, you know, I, I heard they love Jordan Davis. Now I'm hearing they love Derek Stingley. And they've also been known to do some crazy things in the first round. Maybe they trade down and take a tackle Yeah, all along. I could see that happening as well. I'll I tell you another rumor that I'm hearing and that I'm excited about is running back in the first round. It sounds like the Buffalo Bills love Brees Hall. Yep. And that's uh, a player that I've been putting them, uh, putting him to for a long time because I love that fit, and I think it would be wonderful for the Bills. A lot of Bills fans roasted me for that one and saying we don't need a running back, blah, blah, blah. But I, I'll tell you, people in that front office like Brees Hall. I don't so, know if they like him enough to draft him at 25, but they really like Brees Hall. And I think that does signal, even if they don't take him at 25, come second round, maybe they're a team that wants to trade up to get a running back, or maybe they feel like one could fall to them. And I believe they drafted like 57 or so. But it sounds like they are interested in running backs, specifically Brees Hall. Yeah, and like you said, I'm looking up. They do pick in the second round at pick 57 and then 89 in the third round. And we mentioned the the betting odds earlier for the draft. Right now the total running backs drafted in round one is at .5. So if you bet the over there at plus 160 right now with BetMGM, looking pretty good if you do have the inside scoop on Brees Hall going to the Buffalo Bills if they do like him that much and it does seem mm-hmm. that way also I remember seeing Bills fans be like oh we have other needs on this team that we need to focus on we don't need to take a running back in round one my question to you guys is what holes do you need I know like You're 13 <laughs> seconds away from beating the Kansas City Chiefs yeah like you have a really really good team <laughs> yeah uh, so I don't I don't know and yeah. I don't think they really lost anybody this offseason, and you brought in Von Miller. Mm-hmm. This is your last push to go to do something. Otherwise, everything's going to have to kind of blow up a little bit. Yeah, you're getting the last of those uh, deals, uh, those years where Josh Allen's on a cheap deal. Well, he's not anymore. He got the bag. Well, that's an extension, though, so he's still. Yeah, that's true. I think he's the, got another. The bigger number's hitting the cap. This is fit, Yeah, this is fifth year. So, I mean, he's not, like, super cheap. He's probably yeah. around 18 mil or so. But for a quarterback, that's a steal. You're getting him. That's that's a club 609 two-for-one special. You're getting him <laughs> half off. It's cheap for Josh Allen, <laughs> expensive for Baker Mayfield. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the Bills could add another corner. I could see that one. I, I really don't like the corners after the top two. That's another thing that I've come to learn that, you know, even with the Kansas City Chiefs, we're both Chiefs fans. When you start to look at those corners at the end of the first round or mid to late first round, not a big fan. I like Derek Stingley a lot. I like Sauce Gardner a lot. You start to get into cornerback three, cornerback four, I'm not a big fan. And, you know, if I'm the Buffalo Bills, I would rather take a running back that I feel very good about in round one, have him for five years, 
and then go try to find a corner later. Corner's a hard pick to find, too. I know people shit on running backs and say don't take them in the first round. I tell you, there are a lot of misses at the cornerback position that come from the first round as well. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And that's, I feel like a lot of – I shouldn't say a lot of people overlook that, but it just feels that way because you said outside of the top two with Sauce Gardner and Derek Stingley Jr., what about like Trent McDuffie and like Andrew Booth and Kyle Gordon? Are those guys kind of up there in your mind to fall into the first round? I know we've seen Trent McDuffie and Kyle Gordon in there lately in some of these mock drafts. But outside of that, is there really anybody else you're willing to take in the first round? That corner? Yeah. No. <laughs> Not for me. I just, I don't like them. And yeah, another, you know, another thing I saw this week was uh, teams releasing and saying we only have a first round grade on like 16 players. I even saw some other people being like, what does this even mean? Like there are 32 picks. How can there not be 32 round one grades? Well, when you when you scout every player in the draft every year, you're like, this is a guy that we will assign like an A-plus grade to. Like an A grade would be like a, a first-round grade. So not every player is going to be graded out as an A. Not every player is going to be graded out as a round one pick. Yeah. And at corner, I think I, I would only take – I would probably grade three guys as a round one grade with the two that I like, uh, Stingley and Gardner, and then McDuffie being the third one. Outside of that, you're getting into tough territory to where I don't – I don't know that I would give any of them a, a first-round grade. Yeah. Here's a question for you. If Trent McDuffie and Kyle Gordon end up being hits in the NFL, both from Washington, do we need to start talking about Washington as, like, corner of you? Uh, I think that there are other teams that are still dominating it. I, I, but I will say, like, LSU's been a given for a couple years. Mm-hmm. We look back at those corners that they've had, or, you know, secondary members, okay. it hasn't been that great. Kind of starting to fall off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like guys like Grant Delpit, Greedy Williams, they looked phenomenal when they were in, in college. It's yep. not looking so great in the NFL now. Derek Stingley has an opportunity to really kind of get that heading back in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yep, Alabama, I still think, has a really strong case. Yeah, Guys like Marlon Humphrey that have come up, Minka Fitzpatrick, if we're adding safeties in there too, which is stupid. I mean, Alabama just dominates. Alabama's in its own tier, yeah. Yeah. Ohio State has been another one that they've thrown their name in the hat. The thing is, with being Texas fans, this sounds very biased, they are the ones that started DBU. Self-proclaimed DBU, but that is where the term came from. Penn State used to be referred to as linebacker U, and then in the early 2000s, Texas started calling itself DBU. And they had two Thorpe Award winners in... Who was it? Michael? No, not Michael Griffin. He should have been. Earl mm-hmm. Thomas and Michael Huff. Yeah. I think well, those two guys won the – no, it was Aaron Ross. Sorry. That's how many good – I was going to say his name. But I <laughs> good corners they had. It was Aaron Ross and Michael Huff won the Thorpe Award, I think, back-to-back, and they started calling themselves DBU. I, they're not going to have a player drafted this year, so <laughs> we probably just put them on the back burner, <laughs> but that is where, like, the term came from. But, you know, I think we're seeing with a lot of these colleges, even Washington, it's like, okay, you've had a couple good guys come through. They had Byron Murphy a couple years ago. He's been a really solid yeah, Marcus Peters. corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is crazy, too, because people tell you, oh, don't scout the helmet. Well, this helmet keeps producing. 
Like the receivers <laughs> yeah. at Ohio State keep coming up and being good. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to start scouting that goddamn helmet. <laughs> it feels pretty safe to do that, actually. Um, but I don't know. Some other rumors, though, outside of the Bills at one, the Falcons interested in a quarterback. I don't think this is a big um, rumor, but there are talks this morning I saw uh, that it could happen as high as number eight. That they could shock everyone. I'm not putting a lot of stock into it. I'm not. I don't think that will happen. But I mean, like I said, experts are wrong all the time. Yep. And you get teams that are very good at concealing what they actually want to do in the draft. It could be the Falcons all along that say, "Yeah, we paid Marcus Mariota two-year deal contract there to come start for a year, be a backup as a year because we're drafting a quarterback." And Malik Willis, I mean, being from you know the Georgia area. Or not, excuse me, Atlanta area. Being from the state of Georgia, it makes sense. Like, there's a possibility where you're going to get the fan base, the fan base, excuse me, rejuvenated and excited about it. I was like, okay, cool. We got a hometown kid here. He's playing for the Falcons. We've got to see him go to Auburn. Didn't really pan out there. Goes to Liberty, tears it up, and now here he is in the first round at pick eight. If you're Atlanta, like, maybe you just go all offense this draft. You go pick eight, bam, Malik Willis. Round two at pick forty three. Maybe you get another receiver in like George Pickens. You just load up on the hometown kids if he's still there. And then in the you know, right there again at pick fifty eight, maybe you go running back if there's someone sitting there that you want. Just keep adding to your offense because outside of that, like I think your focus has been defense. It hasn't been anything special, but you need so much help on offense right now and you've moved on from everybody. This if might as well just be the draft where you load up on it and say, We'll just figure it out from here. If you were the Falcons, would you let Malik Willis wear number seven? One hundred percent. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I kind of thought you might say, like, "No, that's Michael Vick's number." Like, ah, nope, don't. It's care. time to give that a, a, a new uh, face in Atlanta, yeah. like a fresh, clean. Restart. Yeah, yeah. Let's try again. Quality actually. human being. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and it seems Mike like Vick has changed his ways, which is great. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like him. I, I like him. I do feel like he does get a little bit overrated. Michael Vick does, just because how electric that he was, but he. He really wasn't that good of a player. Like he had the strong arm. He ran like a four three. He was great on Madden. Everybody was super excited when he came into the league. He did kind of fail out of the league. Like it wasn't like he just got arrested for dogfighting and it interrupted his Hall of Fame career. Like there was already talks about like he's not gonna be the guy. You need to get a new quarterback in here. Really? Yeah, he was, he was Oh, not, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, he was not this like fantastic quarterback that everybody was like, oh, he's can't miss. I mean, he was struggling to grasp that offense and run that offense to where even the Falcons towards the later end of his career there, like, we need to keep you in the pocket, actually. We don't want you running around that much. And he couldn't do it. It wasn't working. Then he got in trouble, obviously. Yeah. He came back, and he, I, I do think that he's he's paid his due. I mean, oh, he did some sure. terrible things, but I think he's paid his due. And ended his career pretty nicely. No reason to keep seven away from anybody else in that franchise, though. Yeah. Especially if it's Malik Willis. I think that would almost be like a, a kind of a cool, like, okay, here's our next guy Yep. trying to start it. Like, if he wanted to wear two, give him two. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Again, I think we we get too stuck on people being like, oh, that's a number, retire it. Um, nah. Two, I feel like, maybe just give that one a year. Like, just, I don't know, Mark, did Marcus Mariota? No, he's going to be eight, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Was he two anywhere? Mariota? No, he's always been eight, right? He's always been eight. <laughs> Maybe he should be two. It'd be better. No, 
kidding. Maybe. I don't know. But maybe. if I'm Atlanta, like if I feel like an organization, like maybe you give a number, like a year break from moving on from a, a guy who's been like a core piece of your franchise, give it a year and then someone else can come in and have it. For Matt Ryan, I could see that because he has been really good with that franchise. Yeah. I don't think we need to retire it, though. No, Atlanta. Atlanta's probably going to. You want an MVP, took him to the Super Bowl? They might retire 11. Julio Jones. I could see that one. If you're retired 11, you've got to retire too. Who's been throwing him the ball his whole career? Yeah. yeah. Matt Ryan. We'll see. I don't know. I probably wouldn't retire either one of them. Like, they're good players for you. They got you to a Super Bowl. You lost it. Here's but... the thing, though. If you're Atlanta, who, else, who other numbers are you retiring? You really haven't had. Oh, you've had nothing recently. Yeah. Nada. So in about five years, you're like, hey, uh, let's just go ahead and remember these guys because we're either really good or we still suck. Oh, so, and I also think you can put somebody in, like, your ring of honor. Keep the number available. That's what I've been meaning, yeah. Not yeah. necessarily get rid of the number. I thought that was kind of the same thing, though, honestly. No. In football, I, I don't know if teams really retire a lot of numbers. It's just the ring of honor, and then your number gets posted mm-hmm. up there with it because, yeah, that's who you were, but. Like, I don't know that anybody's wearing, like, 16 with the 49ers or 80. Have you ever crossed to wear number 80 for the 49ers? You just, you get cut. You're like, sorry you're we drafted team. you. You obviously know nothing about Maybe that's about what football. Debo Samuel ought to do. Like, you really want to add here? Say, I want 80. I can remember a long time ago, the Denver Broncos selected a running back. And they had asked him, what number do you want to wear? Yeah. He said seven. And, the like, the report was that they looked at him like, are you serious? You just requested where John Elway's number? Like, are you, is this kid dumb? The answer was yes. His name was Tatum Bell. He's a running back out of Oklahoma State. And he was like, I want to wear seven for the Broncos. One, this was before running backs could even wear number seven. Yeah. Two, that's John Elway's number. I mean, I go into the Dolphins and be like, give me 13. Or in 50 years, going to the Chiefs and being like, I'll take 15, actually. No, sir, <laughs> you will not. Um, but a, a lot of rumors to get to uh, today. I do think the most interesting one, the Cam Robinson stuff, extending him even like today, like you know what you're doing there. So I guess we can rule out offensive linemen. The Texans, the Giants, the Seahawks love Derek Stingley. The Bills love Brees Hall, the running back. Falcons could add a quarterback. It could be in the second round. And then another one, it looks like the Saints – Looking to move up. I, I think that one's interesting, too, because what are you looking to move up for? It could be something as simple as, like, you need a left tackle still. They mm-hmm. could be looking to move up for a left tackle. They could be looking to move up for a receiver, like Jameson Williams, even. But when it happens, everybody, myself included, we're going to assume it's for a quarterback. Yep. I'm going to have to tell myself to pump the brakes. Like, wait, it might not be a quarterback, but... It kind of feels like that would be the move. I don't know if it's going to be, but that's going to be my reaction. And is it for Kenny Pickett? Like, if you're moving up to get Kenny Pickett, like, I feel like yeah, that's I just a not. mistake right off the bat. Like, just come on now. I hate how much I hate Kenny Pickett. That man has never done anything wrong to me, ever. I don't like him at all, though. Now, here's what's going to happen. Everyone else is going to start hating him, and you're going to be like, you know what, season's about to start. Yep, I'm actually going to Daniel Jones me. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're going to go, actually, like, it's all right. He ended up in a situation that's fine, da 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 da, da. Mm-hmm. If he does go to New Orleans and you get Michael Thomas playing and you get Alvin Kamara playing mm-hmm. and you get some of these other guys in there, if you get another receiver here in the draft, we're going to look at it and go, you know what? He might actually have an opportunity. You're playing in a dome. 
You can wear gloves. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have to worry about anything. Just go you be the guy. The, just go. the Falcons and the Panthers twice a year. Yeah, you just go be Kenny Pickett. Uh-huh. Uh It could happen. It, it's definitely happened. I've also had just a about every year for me. A friend of mine who is a Saints fan, he's like, if they draft Kenny Pickett, I'm no longer a fan. I was like, bub, sorry. <laughs> That's that old Matt Miller special. You might as well if start this packing happens, up. I'm no longer a fan of X team. I feel like he said that happens. three years in a row. Right? <laughs> they bring back Jimmy Garoppolo. He's the worst quarterback in the division. <laughs> they trade Devo Samuel. <laughs> Devo submits trade request. It's like John Lynch is trying to get – Matt to stop being a 49 Yeah, John is like, hey, we're going to tear this place to the ground trying to make sure this guy's no longer a fan. <laughs> Just hurry up and jump shit for the love of God. <laughs> Who was DeForest Buckner? Didn't you say the same thing about that? Probably. And then you got to take Kittle wasn't happy with that Who trade. can't even stay fucking healthy? Got rid of the wrong guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, angry Matt cracks me up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I wouldn't be going back to the Saints. What if like Kenny Pickett falls to them, but also Trevor Penning does? Like then you're you're pretty set on offense. If you're Kenny Pickett, you've got some tools around you. I mean, last year we saw Mac Jones fall to 15 overall. I I mean, I would not be shocked at all if Trevor Penning or sorry um, Kenny Pickett Mm -hmm. fell in the draft. It's I think these quarterbacks falling is very very likely. I am no longer in the belief that Malik Willis will go number two overall. I don't think it's in consideration. I want to see the reaction of that draft room. I wonder if it will be for the Detroit Lions. Will their reaction be bigger than it was last year for Penny Sewell? If they get Aiden <laughs> Hutchinson? Oh, it's got to be. It's going to be hard to top that. You better have confetti cannons ready to just be popping <laughs> off. Little twist ones. Right. It's like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might buy a couple, actually, and the Chiefs trade up and get a guy that I want. I'm just going to go. Yeah. I'm going to have to Please clean don't. it up anyway. So. I'm going to have Please to clean don't. it up anyway. You know how hard that is to clean up. You've done it before. It's such a mess. It was worth it, though. <laughs> was it? It was awesome. It, like, kept clogging the vacuum cleaner. It felt like there was a, a shitty million vacuum. Pieces. It was brutal, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. It wasn't a shitty vacuum. It was a pretty good vacuum. I still use that thing. That little one? Our little office vacuum? Yeah. I'm impressed every time I use it. We have black carpeted floors. It shows absolutely everything. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good vacuum, homie. I mean, you know, I got a good choice of selection. What can I say? (laughs) A lot of people are saying you're very good at picking up vacuums. Yeah. Right? Nah, dog. It's probably because you I don't know how far, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how far to go with the the sucking joke of a vacuum. (laughs) I know what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? I know what's Mm -hmm. good quality or not. Yeah, let's mention some ads before I make inappropriate <laughs> jokes again today. Uh, check out Roper Kia this weekend. Be a great time to save yourself some money on a new car. If they don't have what you're looking for, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike'd Up, they're going to give you one thousand dollars off your nicer, newer ride. About two years ago, that's when I bought my truck. Mid draft, got a text from one of our guys there. Said, "Hey, uh, truck you've been looking for, still available." Got one in if you want it. I don't remember the exact text. Maybe I should go through my old text and read them. You say maybe you should. <laughs> Do a little bit better. <laughs> right. Uh, but check them out. Again, mention us here at Mike'd Up. They'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website, there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when. 
danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family, and you can do that with Gunspot.com. This is going to be the thing now, huh? I just like doing that. You know what? Dot com. Did you say NIF? I wasn't even listening. I was actually thinking about something else. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I have no idea. I'm just... Didn't just catch being me, man. You know, I don't even care anymore. You just. started doing the ad read, and it reminded me last night um, I saw on Facebook somebody posted, like, you could buy this gun for as low as $199 down. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a cool – it was like a pistol. I don't remember what kind. I click on the link, and it's like $1,800. And I'm like, why the fuck would I even click on this link? <laughs> I just go to Gunspot and get it so much cheaper. Yeah. I get what it for am I doing? Twenty dollars on an auction because everyone started overlooking it. Right, I immediately closed it. Like this is fucking stupid. Like it was a cool looking gun. <laughs> I would, I even kind of want to get a pistol. I don't have one. You got all oh, these I imaginary know. friends running around my house. I'm gonna need one. <laughs> then I'm gonna need to redo the floor because I'm a terrible shot. <laughs> I'm mean, gonna re- need to do the floor. Bad. Not even the wall. Not wall, ceiling, door. I'm gonna have to redo my floors. Yeah, this little bastard just, hangs out on the You're floor, gonna pull off about three rounds just trying to lift it up. Pop, 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 <laughs> get out. Right? Or my daughter's gonna come in the room and scare me, and then it's like, oh, well, no shut more out the window. <laughs> uh, but definitely bites. check out those great sponsors at Roper Kia and Gunspot. But let's get into some of these bets. And let me tell you guys, we've been talking about bets a lot. Here this week on Mike Up, I know a lot of people love to bet and do it on the NFL draft. I don't do it. I, I'm Mm-mm. submitting zero bets. And part of the reason is because when you look at the odds, the odds are just not good. You're not getting a lot of return on your investment for that one. So I, I just don't know that I would put a lot of money down on some of these. But it is fun to look at and just explore when these guys might be drafted. Like you talked about earlier today, looking at some of these position groups, like the running backs to be drafted in round one, it is set at 0.5. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, like there aren't two that are being considered for round one, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> There's one guy for one team being considered for round one. I don't think it's going to happen. Like if you made me bet on this, I would prob- I would take the under. I think they wait on a guy like Brees Hall, even though, again, I know there are people in that front office that love him. I love him. I just don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on a running back in the first round. You'll see that. If the corner that you're looking for that you want isn't there anymore, like if Kyle Jordan's drafted and McDuffie's also been drafted, both corners out of Washington. Is Kyle Jordan related to Kyler Gordon? Do I keep saying that? That time you said Kyle Jordan. Where's the cliff? I'm jumping off. <laughs> but Kyler Gordon, yeah. Yes, Kyler Gordon. Is, <laughs> if he's gone, just go get Brees Hall then. If him right. and McDuffie mm-hmm. are both gone, Kyler Gordon. I'm saying and he Kyle might Jordan. be there. Gordon might be. McDuffie, I yeah. think he'll be gone by then. Yeah. But even then, like Wayne or Kyler even Gordon Buffalo, type. You're fine. You have enough athletes on your team. You're, you got enough studs. If you want to get a running back so you can solidify that position – and just have it locked down, and this is your dude, draft him. Right, like, just be it, like Seattle. Say, F it. We'll take Rashad Penny right here in the first. It's like, mm-hmm. Could have waited two rounds If there to get were him. a really good corner there, I would definitely say take them. Mm-hmm. But when you're looking at it, like, it probably is going to be a Kyler Gordon-type corner versus running back one. And in a, in a deeper draft than what we have this year, 
guys like Kyler Gordon aren't a first round. Like he's not getting a first round grade. Yeah, at corner, he he might be selected in the first round. He's not going to get a first round grade from a lot of teams. But I I would take the chance on Brees Hall. I, I think there are a lot of teams that should not draft a running back early or should not draft a running back in the first round. But when you start to look at the Buffalo Bills, there are not a lot of holes on that on that team. Yeah. And taking a running back in the first round could really set your offense over the top. And, you know, like I'm not advocating for them to take like a receiver because you need another weapon on your offense or a tight end, but they, they really needed a running back last year. And in Buffalo and playing in the AFC East, sometimes you need to run the football and they couldn't do it last year. Yep. Or in the playoffs, you need to run the ball and they couldn't do it. So they are one, maybe the only team that I think could take a running back in the first round. And I'd be like, yep, that's a great pick. Actually, I I think I've said it before. If they take Brees Hall, I think that's a home run pick. I think it's fantastic, and it's going to really suck for every other fan base in the AFC. That's how good I think he can be. And I think he can be day one. Day one, he's going to come in and be a stud there. These next uh, bets here from MGM, total receivers drafted in round one, six and a half as the line. Would you take the over or the under on that? Because that's about Six that sweet spot. Tough. You're my sweet spot. Um, so Jameson I'm, Williams, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. That's four? Yep. Traylon Burke's probably going to be in there maybe. So that's five. Jahan Dotson. Christian Watson maybe. Christian Watson. That's up to seven. So now that's the over. But the other thing you have to worry about, too, is all the rumors that there's going to be a run on receivers because people don't want to pay receivers. Yep. Well, there's that, and now the fact that corners are going to be thrown in the top ten, that's going to push offensive tackles back. That's going to – so, you know what I mean? That just might kind of keep pushing back receivers. Mm-hmm. If you have someone coming up to get a corner or, excuse me, to get a running back like Brees Hall with Buffalo, that's just going to kind of keep pushing back some of those positions or defense alignment as well like a Jordan Davis. And if they keep sliding back, that just means so are, so are these receivers right at around one. Yeah, there are eight receivers that I think could be drafted in the first round. I don't know if they will be, but Drake London, like you said, Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave, Christian Watson, Traylon Burks, maybe even George Pickens in round one. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the under on it, but I don't feel confident. <laughs> And I spend a lot of time in the NFL draft world. I don't feel confident in that many receivers. I, I feel like receiver is an easy position to scout if you're a Twitter scout. Or yeah. if you're, like, honestly, Twitter scout means a lot of different things. I would consider myself a Twitter scout. Yeah. There are a lot of people who, like, say that they're doing it and are doing it, but you're not doing it well. Receiver, it's really easy to be like, this guy's tall, this guy's fast. I think he's going to go in the first round. But when the NFL starts to break it down, they're usually not as high on receivers as draft Twitter is. Even looking back at guys like Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb, who's the other one in that draft? Was that the Henry Ruggs year as well? Mm-hmm. We were all calling it a historically good receiver draft. And it definitely they fell out was, of the top yeah. ten. So, they, I mean, they're pretty solid guys. They don't get drafted that high. I can remember doing the Stick to Football podcast and saying, like, man, like eight receivers could go in round one. Yep. And I think like five did. 
So I, I think that draft Twitter is usually a little bit higher on the receivers. So I'll take the under, but I do I do think we could see a run on receivers to where teams don't want to pay the guys that they have. So they start to take some of these dudes kind of early, hoping that they hit on them. But six and a half is a is a tough number. I'm looking at Matt's mock draft that he did the other day, and he has six in the first round. Yeah, that and that's kind of where Vegas I come is at just too. puts you right in the spot where it's just like, ah. Mm-hmm. None of them uh, ever seem too easy. Uh, I, this one, I do think it's pretty easy. Uh, you've got to really put some money down on it to win anything. That's tight end at point five. There will not be a tight end drafted in the nope, first round. Not this year. But it's so risky. Like you would have to put so much money down to actually win it that if a tight end were drafted in the first round, it would be very upsetting. <laughs> very upsetting. Like I'm, it just I'm be not like, doing it. Why? I'm not why? risking that much money to like win seventy five cents. <laughs> That's just not gonna happen. So no, thank you. I would I would not bet on that one either. The offensive lineman is set at seven and a half. That's a tricky one, too. Just off the top of my head, I don't know how many I have. I feel like it's going to be over. Aquanu, so just offensive linemen in general. Mm-hmm. Aquanu, Neal, Charles Cross, Trevor Penning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's four. Yep. Linderbaum? Maybe. I like, feel like Zion Johnson, I feel like he could. Linderbaum, a, maybe he could. Linderbaum's a name that's gotten real quiet lately. But the value's still there. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of Creed Humphrey last year, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Same. And I still really like Linderbaum. I don't think he's going to be a first-round pick. Yep. So we're at six. I think I'm going to take the under in that one. There are also some other guys like uh, Kenyon uh, Green yep. out of Texas A&M. He could go in the first round. I don't really like him in the first round. Tyler Smith is another one that could go in the first round. There are a lot of possibilities. Again, that's why I don't draft. That's why I don't bet on the draft. It's too hard. It's well, too that hard. because there's teams that just over—I shouldn't say overvalue—but value offensive linemen more than they do other positions. So it's like, hey, if we can get an offensive lineman here, boom, let's just get them. Mm-hmm. Let's just try and get a solid piece on our offensive line for like the next ten to twelve years, and hope to God he stays healthy. And then, even with the offensive line, you, you can never have too many good ones. Yeah. And you know, the run on offensive linemen could start at pick number three. I mean, it could start at one, but, you know, by three, I think we're starting to get into, oh, that team needs an offensive lineman. And even, you know, if you you have a left tackle, you draft a guy, you play him at right tackle, he can take over. There's just so many of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say under just for the sake of the ac- activity here. I'm not putting any money on any of these picks. <laughs> There's no. Zero of my dollars will go to the NFL draft bets. If, I, if we were able to bet here in Missouri, that's one I would bet. I would bet the under on that. On the offensive lineman? Yep. That's six and a half? I would probably go. Oh, sorry. It's seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'll take the under. Yeah. I feel a lot more confident at seven and a half than I did at six and a half. <laughs> bingo, when bingo. I mind fucked myself. <laughs> also, just couldn't read, apparently. What about the uh, total cornerbacks taking around one? Hot the, topic for today. This one I feel pretty good about. Yeah, four and a half. Four and a half. I can't imagine four more than four corners being taken in the first round. The four that we mentioned today. That's yeah. pretty much Sauce what I Sauce Gardner, got. Stingley, McDuffie, Gordon. Mm-hmm. And then you get into guys like maybe an Andrew Booth, maybe a, um Elam out of Florida. Mm-hmm. Those are the only ones that I, I think would be drafted in the first round. So you're comfortable taking the under on that? 
I am pretty confident. That's the one I would say I'm most confident about. Okay. And then safeties, one and a half. I, take back what I said. Most confident about this one. I think three going the first round. Three? Mm-hmm. Hamilton, Hill, and who am I forgetting? Scene. Scene. Yep. Feel pretty confident all three of those guys. You think all three of them do? Yeah. Damn. I like them a lot. <laughs> I do. I think Hamilton will go in the top 12. He'll go 11 or 12. I, I think Dax Hill is going to go to the Patriots at 21. Oh. And then that leaves another team to take Lewis Seen from picks 22 to 32. Makes so I, feel, sense. I feel good about that one. Yeah. And then total quarterbacks at three and a half in round one over under. Under. Three. I can't see a fourth getting in the first round. Yeah. Even the Lions at pick 32? Yeah, I think they'll take Corral or... I I think... um, So I was thinking... Pickett will go in the first round. Mm -hmm. Willis will go in the first round. Ritter will go in the first round. Yeah, so I'm thinking Malik Willis to eight for Atlanta. I've made that up in my mind. That's probably going to happen. I think it's what's best for him. Can you going to convince yourself of something else tomorrow, though? Probably. just Or later today. Find out. Yeah. I'm pretty good at convincing myself to do or not do something. Oh, I've, somebody said this? It's going to be true. <laughs> yeah. This is a Conspiracy fact. theory? 100% truth, dude. This is what I saw. This guy would look good in that jersey. Therefore, it will happen. Yeah. Uh, so Malik Willis to eight to Atlanta Falcons. Kenny Pickett to the Saints. Devin Render to the Titans. We talked about it yesterday. I think that makes a lot of sense. It matches up well. We talked about it a lot on radio, especially um, yesterday. And then the Lions at pick 32 getting like Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so the I thought would, process with the odds here at three and a half. I would actually take the over them. Yeah? I think the Lions will take a quarterback. So you're taking the over on offensive – you're taking the under on offensive linemen. Yep. And the over on quarterbacks. Those would be your two locks. Looking at this, so I was going to be safeties. Wait, what'd you get safeties at? What odd? I took the under. Because I no 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 safeties. Yes, I took the over. Excuse okay. me, safety. I took the over. You locked it because you're like I think there's going to be four or three. three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Corners. That's my I took lock. The under. Lock it up. Lock it up. Corners. I'll take that lock under four and a half. Safeties. I'll take the lock of the over one and a half. Again, zero dollars being spent on this. If I had to lock it up, I would take the over on running backs. I think Brees Hall to Buffalo happens, and I would take the under on receivers. Please do not let me have too many beers and start betting on this. Take my computer from me. <laughs> take my phone, but don't look through the pictures. Whatever. <laughs> you can find some stuff you don't want to find. <laughs> it's just me looking out for you. She's got an earthworm. Got a whole collection of earthworms. What is this folder that says private? Huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, big country's throwing up in the corner. Um, I'll tell you what you don't have to worry about, though, is a good time at Club 609. Go visit them for that great happy hour from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock. It sounds false every time I say it, but it's a fact. 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock, two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours, some amazing appetizers in there, too. And also one of my favorite bartenders in the entire world, our guy Sean, doing it all the time in there. Great time at Club 609. 
Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lou. Be sure to visit them right here in the heart of Joppa, Missouri, off First and Main Street. Mark Edder and the guys pride themselves on getting you in and out as quickly as possible and with quality customer care as well. These guys are fantastic. Also, they do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Also, same thing I've said before. It's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you're going to need that oil change, your tire service, and your vehicle taken care of. You get that done right here in Joplin, Missouri at Downtown Lube. There it is. I heard it that time. It's alive and well, just like Jonas, the imaginary Old friend. Niff. Slash demon. He, you, you know what, in the chat here. Austin will come up with his own conspiracy theory, and I believe it because he thinks about it enough. Yeah. I've done that with lies to my mother. <laughs> you 100% have done that. I, I will like guarantee a, it. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know it to be true. I'll do it when I trick somebody. I almost view <laughs> – this is going to sound so stupid. It's almost like it makes me think like I actually think I could be a good actor because I can put myself in the mindset of somebody else enough in the situation to be like, Okay, I can do this. Yeah. So it's like you believe the conspiracy theory is like, okay, Malik Willis to the Atlanta Falcons at eight. I know how I could react to that if I was an Atlanta Falcons fan right there. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. We just got our future right here. Everyone's kind of doubting him, but when you turn on the tape and you look at this guy, look at the way he runs. He escapes. Look at his deep ball. Look at how he handles pressure. Right. He's from here. It's hometown kid. Falcons are back, baby. What are they, rise up? Those yeah, I think they are. used that a couple years ago. Kaka! Yeah. Rising up to That's the top. What Falcon baby. says? That's what I think they say. Hit me with it one more time. Kaka! Nah, it's a big falcon. It's aggressive. It's scary. It's, a it's big not, one. It's, it's not like, a newborn. It's not just like. Just kind of oh, spotted I, a rodent. I hope I don't fall out of the nest. It's Is it kind of hungry? It's been a couple days. Yeah. I haven't got to eat. It's flying at 200 miles per hour. It's hungry. It's aggressive. Kaka! <laughs> Thanks. Kaka! <laughs> You hit him with Why one of are those, you closing dude? your eyes to do it? Because <laughs> I'm envisioning myself flying through the sky. <laughs> You're I'm a method actor. Listen, I can put myself in a in a Falcons position. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute since I've eaten some food. <laughs> the way their eyes just like zoom in on a target on the ground, like 500, feet, 200 feet below them, and you just give a ka, and that rodent's like, shit, does it see me? It's like, fuck yeah, dude, got his ass. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a falcon? Fuck that. (laughs) If I'm around a falcon, I've messed up. Like something bad has happened. I've been kidnapped. (laughs) If if there's ever a point where there's a falcon anywhere near me, those fuckers fly, like I said, like 200 miles per hour. No thanks. You on the nosedive? No thanks. With talons? That is a terrifying animal. Literally a nightmare for me. I think falcons are meaner than eagles. Probably. I think that. I saw true. a TikTok video the other day of an eagle trying to pick up a deer. Dude, that scared the shit out of you me. You see it too? That. Oh, but yeah. He was picking that deer up off the ground. I've seen it before, but I didn't share it with you because I didn't know how you'd react to like seeing other things happen on video. And then you were like, yeah, I freaking hate it when people were like, oh, you're scared of this? And I was like, I'm so glad I didn't show you that video. That's exactly <laughs> what my thought process You know what was. I don't understand? Why do we have a national bird? Like, what's our national like mammal? What is it? Don't know. What's fish? I have no idea. Reptile? Couldn't tell you. I don't like each state has their own like bird and mammal and uh-huh. reptile and all that stuff. Why? It's so dumb. I don't know. Like Missouri is a bluebird. You used to build a license plate. Yeah. I had to learn about that one in like sixth grade or so. Yeah. 
<laughs> Draw a flag. I think the fish, the uh, I think from Missouri, be a large the state fish is like you would think. It's like a fucking paddle nose something. No, I was talking fish. I'm oh, like, I'm gonna have to look it up because I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, uh, a couple things going on today too. Um, over at the Draft Scout, where I do some writing as well, is we are taking uh, Q and A's over there, FAQs, fucking answering questions. Um, at the Draft Scout, you can leave your questions. <laughs> Matt, Corey, and I are going to be answering some of those as the day goes on and probably into tomorrow as well. Let's play some Would You Rather to end the day. Again, more draft questions. So if you are the number one overall pick, you are the Jacksonville Jaguars, would you rather take Aiden Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker, or Iki Aquanu? Uh, before we do that, I guess Missouri has changed their state fish. It is now the channel catfish. Makes sense. To throw it back 30 seconds. But now back to the would you we rather. We have these two giant fucking rivers that run through here. <laughs> yeah. They're just filled with catfish. So, Yeah, dude, I thought it was big old paddle nose something. doesn't matter. It's well, whatever. Look at you. How dumb are you to not even know? Your I was in fifth fish. grade, all right? I I had no idea. You could have you could still be lying to me and I would not know. I thought it was interesting because of the tree is like a dogwood tree. Yeah. And I was Can just you like, identify why, it? I was like, why the fuck would you name a tree a dogwood? Like what about like how do you look at a tree like this is dogwood? Yo, that's my dogwood over there. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Fifth grade Austin, that was my thought process. Back to would you rather though. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson, Javon Walker, Quanu at one. I would take Hutchinson. Just for the foundation piece. I think Jacksonville needs a ton of that. You have it on the offensive side with Trevor Lawrence. Why not get it on the defensive side with Aiden Hutchinson? Now, some of you might think, well, they probably already have it with Josh Allen. Maybe. Why not have two of them then on the defensive side? Because you thought you had it at one point, and then you lost everybody. With Jalen Ramsey and Miles Jack and the studs that were on that side of the ball. And like over time, they just kind of left, like moved on. I would go Iquanu. Just because I'm a big protect your quarterback guy. Yeah. And with Iki Aquanu, and in this draft specifically, I think he can be that franchise left tackle. Like Cam Robinson, I, they see something in Cam Robinson that I don't see in Cam Robinson. Yeah. And I think that he could be really a solid offensive lineman. I think in a pinch, he's a good left tackle. I, think, I would assume that his future is probably at guard or right tackle. But then putting Iki Aquanu in there at left tackle. And with him, I think his floor is going to be as a, a really good guard in the NFL. Yeah. Which you don't want to take that with the number one overall pick. But I do think you want to protect Trevor Lawrence. And, and try to find ways to do that. So for me, if I'm taking somebody number one, it would be Aquanu. I still, I still really like Evan Neal. I know he's been getting flagged for some like injury stuff too. Which I don't... I think there's some truth to it. But I don't think it's like, a, oh, he failed his physical. I think teams might have looked at it and said, hey, like, you are still battling that injury. Why? And like maybe questioned it. It was nothing that would make me want to not draft him. That's for sure. But I would, I would probably go with the offensive lineman in this one. But what's crazy, you and I probably didn't even pick the guy that's going to go number one overall. Yeah. And I kind of think that it is going to be Trayvon Walker that goes number one overall. Um, how about would you rather pass rush addition? Would you rather take Hutchinson, Walker, Thibodeau, or Jermaine Johnson? I would go Hutchinson here as well. I just like that bigger body styled. Yeah, you do. End. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he just reminds me of Jared Allen. I grew up watching him play defensive mm-hmm. end. So seeing Aiden Hutchinson in that Oh, because he's white? 
Wow. <laughs> Sorry, give me your analysis. Wow. (laughs) I told you at the beginning of the show, I've got a lot of energy today. It's going to be bad news for you. You zipped that off quick. I was just like, uh, no. (laughs) No, it's not. Jermaine Johnson, I feel like, is one of those guys that kind of came on strong here, getting closer to the draft. I mean, we can definitely say the same thing about Trayvon Walker. But i curious about that just because you had so many other studs on that defense, especially on the defensive line. Thibodeau, the question marks are there on, like, if he's truly in love with football. I think just the attention has been with him for so long that now it's like, well, actually, some of these guys just kind of caught up or they weren't getting the same recognition. And so it looks like you're falling, but actually you're just being valued where you should be. But I would take Hutchinson. I I think these teams up here, if I'm in a spot, a general manager that I'm picking in the top five, I know we need quality depth players that are going to be good foundation pieces for years. And Aiden Hutchinson checks all those boxes for me. Yeah, big Aiden Hutchinson fan. I um I haven't I mean, I put this big, take. I was a big Wolverines fan this last season. I, yeah, I predicted them to beat Ohio State from the start of the year, and they did it. I was like, let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Right. I did. Did I not? I know. Then they got their ass kicked. In the playoffs. Right. Playoffs. We weren't talking about playoffs. We were talking about <laughs> Ohio State. <laughs> you did. You did call it. Uh, I really like Jermaine Johnson. And I'm going to cheat a little bit here. I like his value around you know, 10 or 12 more than I like Aiden Hutchins at one. I, too, also like Aiden Hutchinson. Um, Trayvon Walker kind of scares me. I think he could be a bust. Thibodeau scares me. I think he could be a bust. I think he's, he's a little bit undersized is my thing with Kayvon Thibodeau. And watching even his tape, it's like, okay, you were the best athlete on the field. Or even the, you know, just the best athlete at your matchup. So he was able to beat a lot of guys in the Pac-12 by just being faster and stronger. There, there was nothing else that he had, like, oh, these elite pass rush moves or he's beating this double team. He was just one of the best athletes on the field, and you can't win like that in the NFL. Now, he could, he could develop and get some of those like pass rush tools. That's definitely possible. But I, for right now, I'm going to take Jermaine Johnson – I've told you before that I, just, I really like this guy. Yep. I want the Chiefs to trade up for him. I'm a Chiefs fan. That's who I want them to get. He is a little bit older of a prospect. I think he's like 23. I don't, I don't hate that too much. I mean, if a guy gets to be like 24, 25, then maybe that's a little bit of an issue. But I still really like Jermaine Johnson. And I think any team that gets him in that you know, probably 12 to 15 range maybe, He's going to be very excited. Although I did see earlier today his name is pretty hot in the streets. A lot of people think he might be climbing up there. Really? So, yeah. Welcome. Um, I, am I leading the train? I think you might be. Am I, am, am I the conductor? You know what to do. You know what you need to do. Choo-choo! Uh, you got to be a little bit more excited than that. You're not going to get you gotta, that you got to reach up, grab that string, no. and just let him I know. Do, I do that to you. I play that game on you. And then you close your eyes and pretend oh, to I thought this was a mutual thing where we just kind of keep the energy up. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want to give another choo-choo, you're the though? You're the energy guy. This I've maxed out the energy. No. For sober me, this is this is what you get. Unless Where's I've had a bang. I'll have you take a couple rips. Also, apothecary <laughs> goods. Suck on that, Brooks. I can chat. say words. Yeah. I say words all the time. Tell me to take me a whole My friends tell me I say the best words. Nobody <laughs> Ask my friends. Nobody knows me. Damn it. What? <laughs> Ask my friends. Ask my Ask friends. My friends. No Nobody one knows, knows who I am. No one knows who me. Nobody knows where it's just like me is what I was trying to say. 
Exactly. Yeah, next up, would you rather James Williams, Garrett Wilson, or Drake London? And there went my like, ah, uh, should have just stayed at apothecary. <laughs> well, you try to get cocky and then you lose it. I just so many thoughts, so many different things to say running through my mind. Where it's like, man, I got him. You just gotta stay you. Like, that's you... what that's what I was telling you yesterday. I'm a bad winner. Yeah. People are like, oh, he's a bad loser. He's sore. He gets upset. He's like, man, there are times where I'm playing someone or something. And I was like, I understand. Like, I need to lose because the hype is not going to be there if I win. So and then if I do win, it's like I feel like I've overreacted. I don't know what. I don't know how to handle this. I've won plenty in my life, but I've won a lot more too, so, or le- lost a lot more. So take another L on that one. <laughs> so would you rather? That's like we're on right now. God, so help me. <laughs> Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. Who do you like? Which one would you rather have? I like Jamison Williams. Uh, he's going to be that wide receiver one for me, I think. I know I released a big board a while ago. It's changed. I've changed my opinion. And guess what? Come Friday after the first round, I will have probably changed my opinion once again. But that's what I get to do. Uh, I don't care. Uh, right now, I like Jamison Williams a lot. He's another one of those guys. Uh, where I do think that he has superstar potential looking at Drake London. I think he reminds me of Mike Williams with the chargers. Mm -hmm. He's a really good receiver. He's a really good number two receiver. I don't know if Drake London is number one receiver in the NFL. I still think he's going to be good, but I just don't know. Garrett Wilson, his 40 time was good. I, I didn't really see that kind of speed on his film. He plays much bigger than he is. I like him too, but, if I have to choose one of them, it's going to be Jamison Williams. I, I like his ability, his height, his speed. Uh, call me Chris Sims Jr., I guess, but I, I think he's wide receiver one. I like it. So you said Drake London. You have him comp to Mike Williams? Yeah, I think so. Okay. What about Garrett Wilson? Who do you who does I don't he have the a most comp him. to you? I don't know. He's about 6'1", 200 pounds. Yeah. He's he's fast. He's got the good size too, though. You know what I mean. I might have gone a little high on his weight there. I think but. he's yeah. He's around six foot, one ninety five or yeah. so. I don't know. I don't have a comp for him that I've done. Yeah, no worries. I actually uh, I haven't listed out like any comps. You really haven't. That's why I was mm-hmm. when you mentioned one about Drake London. I was like, oh, is he just kind of like low key been doing this? But with Jamison Williams, I think I'll agree with you. He's kind of came on strong for me just because I've had that huge draft crush on Christian Watson all the way since January and then the end of Mobile and leading into now where it's just like that's where my focus has been. I didn't really give a time of day to any other receivers, frankly, because I didn't think the Chiefs had a possibility to get him. But then you hear, hey, they're actually interested in trading up all the way possibly to pick 13, and you can get a guy like Jameson Williams. And if you picture him in that Chiefs offense, it's it really does feel like good luck. Everybody else on getting a tall, slender receiver that is that <laughs> Why do you do this? Just I'm laughing through that because Melo asked me before the show, what would you do if I just started eating peanut butter while we're live during the show? And I was like, I don't know. I'd probably start dying laughing. <laughs> and I'm in the middle of talking, looking at him, and I see some movement, and obviously lifts up this jar of peanut butter and just takes a scoop with two fingers and put it right Healthy. in his mouth and looked me right in the eye as he did it. You know, I didn't eat breakfast. I got to get that protein in. <laughs> yeah, um, in the middle of the show, we're almost done. <laughs> God bless. I was even thinking, dude, I was like, man, this is the smoothest I've talked all day. And you go over here and eat fucking peanut butter. <laughs> He's got to ruin it. This motherfucker got to come in with his peanut butter. Why do you even have peanut miss. butter here? Because it's been a busy week and I got to eat lunch here sometimes. 
And I've been craving some peanut butter. Oh. So sue me. Um, last one, would you rather Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo? I think we've talked about this one before, but like, have your opinions changed, or where are you at on this one? Um, I would go with Baker, honestly. Like Jimmy G, I don't think there's anything wrong with him, but it's one of those situations where he's just kind of limited. Like we we know who he is, we know what he can do, we know what he can't do, and it's I mean, yeah, you can go be a fill-in spot for a year, but with Baker, it's more just interesting and intriguing because he does have the chip back on his shoulder, and he right. did get screwed over by Cleveland. No matter yeah. how you want to look at it, he kind of did, mm-hmm. and so you're going to get him somewhere, and he's just going to be pissed. And I would much rather have a pissed-off Baker Mayfield. Instead of a smiling Jimmy G who knows he's good looking can get anything he wants. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good looking bastard. <laughs> One time uh, me and Matt were doing radio when we first started it and we were going to be out of town. So it's like, oh, you have to have an evergreen show, like something uh-huh. that's just going to last no matter what breaking news happens or anything like that. We power ranked quarterbacks based on looks alone. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. It was with the previous radio station we were doing, so obviously it's gone forever and has not been recorded or (laughs) uploaded anywhere (laughs) because they didn't even have that fucking capability, or they did. They just didn't know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, Oh, we had to restart the computer, Spotify needed, or uh, Skype needed. Yeah, the technical difficulties that we had to tweet like (laughs) once a week. Um, I'm going to go Baker Mayfield as well, though. And Jimmy Garoppolo is the better-looking quarterback, just to get that take out there. But I think at the quarterback position on the field, I would rather have Baker. Both of them are pretty injured. One has a left shoulder injury. One has a right shoulder injury. So that's concerning. Even if they are both healthy, I'm just not a Jimmy Garoppolo guy. Yeah. Like Even after the Super Bowl, I know I've said this before too, but I'll repeat it again. After the Super Bowl, when so many 49er fans – like, I can't, like, we can't win with this guy at quarterback. Like, he's terrible, need to get rid of him. And I'm like, damn, like, I didn't think it was, it was that bad. Like, he missed yeah. some throws, but I didn't think it was that bad. And then going into that next season, watching a couple of other games and really questioning him, it's like, this guy, he's dog shit, actually. He's, <laughs> he's getting players hurt with how bad he throws the ball. And I think Jimmy G would be more willing to come in and be that backup, that mentor. So I guess it also determines, like, what do you want? Do you, yeah. do you want that guy to mentor a young quarterback? Then it's Jimmy G. If you need a starting quarterback, it's Baker Mayfield. Uh, but I, I do think Baker's the better quarterback. But, again, just, like, for context, I wouldn't want him anywhere near my locker room if I have a young quarterback there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, absolutely. Because if you you're know? bringing in Baker, you're pretty much telling him, like, hey, the job is yours. Yeah, like that's the other thing is like who's going to bring him in? To where it's like, okay, this is your job. Like, there's um, not an opening, right? Brooks uh, was talking to us. We were talking to him about last night that a lot of NFL owners are actually pissed off at the Cleveland Browns for giving Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed contract. That now they're saying, nope, we're not trading for Baker. You can pay him too. Yeah, and love that, that, is, that mentality. Yeah, maybe one of the things that dried up his his market. Yeah, is that teams are like, nope, you you kind of. Not necessarily screwed us, but now, like, the next time you're having to pay a quarterback, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, they're also probably going to want a fully guaranteed contract. 100%. And so it does kind of stink that it's happening to Baker, but, like, I love the fact that the rest of the NFL is like, hey, you guys, you screwed yourselves over, you screwed us over, and you screwed Baker over. You're just going to have to sit there and pay them both. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, um, Mike Silver. Yeah. Thing that he had heard from – 
I think some from some others around the league uh, that were going on with his sources. But I mean, an interesting thing. Maybe it is true. I don't know. There's so many rumors coming out right now that it's it's hard to decipher through some of them. Yeah, what's bullshit and what's fact. That's it for us today, though. Uh, Big Country and I are going to be back tomorrow. I assume we'll have more rumors. Uh, we plan on doing a little mock draft tomorrow. I think we've looked at all the bets that we can. So maybe a little final mock draft here on Mic'd Up. But we appreciate you guys joining us today. And we will talk to you tomorrow.